It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. This is is the Go Birds Podcast. Go Birds! Go Birds! Hey, hello, the Go Birds podcast presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you. Two Temple guys talking about a third Temple That's guy. That's right. How about it? Big Shout week out. for the Temple man. Hassan Riddick. This is exciting stuff. We got a guy, Elliot. We got a guy. Yeah. Now we haven't got any other guys. Now to be fair, it's 2.03 on Tuesday as we're recording. So I'm sure that, you know, as soon as we finish recording, something will happen. Right. Because that's the way these things work. So get ready for a signing. But nothing yet. But but Reddick, I think a nice start, right? You can't be upset when they went out and got one of the top pass rushers on the market. Yeah. So I have I have Hassan Reddick takes. I oh. have big pitcher takes. I would I would hope. What so. are we starting with? The specific Hassan Reddick. Start with okay. Hassan Reddick, and then we'll get into big picture, and then we'll get into all the other stuff. The the story that won't bleep and go quarterback away. Quarterback that yeah. won't. Yeah. All that good. stuff. All right. So Hassan Reddick. I said this to Jody Camera. And I think this is the best way to describe how I feel about it. Jody Cameron was talking about the Sixers of all teams and was saying that they have who they have on the bench. You can't invent a player off the bench. And I think when it comes to free agency, that's a good way to look at it. You can't invent people in free agency. The, the players that are available are the players that are available. And, that's an astute point. Thank you. And for, <laughs> and for the most part, the players that become available in free agency are there for a reason. Very good elite-level players just don't often hit free agency. They get franchise tagged. They get signed. Like, they don't hit free agency, right? So, with that being said, I think Hassan Reddick is probably the best pass rusher they could have signed. I think because of his age, I prefer him over Chandler Jones. Um, I mean, like, Jadavion Clowney, get out of here. Like, Harold, like these guys got signed. Harold Landry got signed. Like, um, so... I think it's the best pass rusher they could have added. And I think there's a lot of positives to him. 
we can we'll get into like my concerns about it. But the bottom line is, and we are, as we say, a bottom line podcast. We don't get to pick and choose when to be bottom line. Very true. Not, except, bo- for, except for those times we, we do. Yeah, but exactly. Yeah, for the most part. For the yeah. most part, yes. <laughs> 23 and a half sacks over two years is nothing to be looked over. Yep. That is not like talking yourself into it. That is legitimate production. 23 and a half sacks. It's, I think it's, what, fourth or fifth in the league over that span. He has a ton of quarter quarterback I mean, hits. He haven't had a double-digit guy in years. So I looked like it up. Just a double-digit. Was it Cox? I would think it's like Fletcher Cox so like five I years up, ago or something like that, I eight looked years up, ago. When's the last time a defensive end, which is oh, what so an end, even more what, so. What's the last time an end in an Eagles uniform on, had sacks on, in back-to-back seasons in okay. an Eagles uniform? Okay, so I, like back-to-back is even further back. Like I would think just in terms of the last Eagle to get double-digit sacks. As, along the edge. Along, I mean, like. So back to back's probably Trenkel. Yes, 2009, okay. 2000. I think Jason Babin's probably the last one to get yep. double. Look at you. On fire. How about that? Look at that. Right? Uh, Jason right? Babin, I think 18 and a half. Yep. Um, but he kind of exploded into that, right? Yep. Like, and Trent Cole had the two double digit sacks back to back years. That's real quick. That's insane. Especially yeah. for a team that we've talked about as like, and has had a good pass rush a lot of times and has prioritized that position. That is a really shocking statistic. And I think part of it is they rotate their guys a lot, right? They're not playing 70% of the snaps here. So that's part of it. Um, What Hassan Riddick brings and what we talked about leading into, excuse me, excuse me, leading into free agency was they need someone for opposing offenses to fear. Mm -hmm. Somebody that when they're game playing during the week, they're like, we might have to double him. We have to know where he's at. I think Hassan Riddick is like pretty much the closest thing they were going to get. I don't know if he's a guy that's going to definitely like keep offensive tackles up at night, but he is somebody that like it will take advantage of you if you're not a good offensive tackle. He's better than Josh Sweat. He's definitely better than Brandon Graham at this point of his career. He's better than Derek Barnett. Like he's an upgrade. Bottom line, the Eagles are a better defense today for having him on it. And I think when it comes to free agency signings, like that's kind of all you can ask for. Like, they, yeah, it would have been awesome if they traded for Nick Bosa or whatever, but, like, that guy wasn't available, you mm-hmm. know? Like, Chase Young, not available. So just the guys that were available, I, it's the best one they could have signed. And the money, which I want to get into well, that was more in be, a little yeah, bit. Well, that was going to go, too. But the money is not bad. It's a great deal from a money perspective, especially when you look at some of these contracts, and grant not necessarily to edge rushers, but some of the contracts that are yeah. being handed out in the market. I mean, obviously, Christian Kirk is one that – that jumps off the page, but even like the safety contracts, Marcus Williams just got 70 million. And granted, we all know funny money, right? These contracts come out. It is usually an agent telling Adam Schefter and they're, they're presenting it in the best possible light for themselves and for their client and all that stuff. But, but it does look like a, a three year deal for this type of money is a, a really fair deal for us on Reddick. Like it is not an overpay at all, especially like you said, he's 28 years old. I mean, 27, 27. Does he start the season at 28? Maybe either I way, mean, double check that, but either I- way, but he's the point is, is like, we're talking into like 30, 31 range. Like that is the right time to be making a, a, a bid, so to speak on a guy like this. Like that is the generally 27, 28, 29. That's considered 27. People. He'll be so, 28, September 12th. So that is considered your athletic prime in sports, like physically where your body is at its prime peak, yeah. a level of, of, of physicality of ability. So like it's three years too. It's not like there's some long deal that, that could be a albatross it's probably, down the road. It's probably only two years. I'm sure yeah. it's only two years. Like to get a guy in a market where, as you mentioned, like there are some edge rushers, but you know, not a overflowing market for edge rushers. The draft strong in edge rushers. The 
free agent market, not overflowing with it, to be able to get because one of they the, don't hit the market. Right, one of the best guys in the market for a really fair price in terms of years and dollars. I mean, I think you can question how great a player Hassan Riddick is, or and we'll get to the fit and all that type of stuff. But just from a pure this free agent versus the projected dollar amount type stuff, like it is a very fair fair deal. Yeah, I mean, I guy. think from a Defensive line perspective, if you would have said to me a week ago, who's the best free agent for them to sign? I think it would have been Hassan Reddick. Like, you can argue wow. a, a receiver would sure. be better, but I'm right, talking right. about, like, that position, I think he's the best one they could have and signed. And we, we've both agreed, like, you think a receiver is important, but there is no one on the planet who doesn't agree that Ed Rusher, if not their most important need, one of their two most important needs, clearly one of yeah. the biggest needs It's the, the most team. important need if you remove the quarterback debate. Yep. It's the most important yep. need on the team. So, again, salary cap. Not really real. Money, not that bad. He's a good player. Like, those are the the big picture takeaways from this. This isn't like trading for a bad player and overpaying. None of that stuff. So big picture takeaway is it's a good move by the team. But I do have a lot of concerns about it as well. Uh, like, All right, like, lay them on me. Okay, so here's my first one, and this is the one I really want you to talk me through because mm-hmm. we haven't talked about this. So he gets, I think it was 12 and a half sacks in Arizona in his last year. But he had the 5-1 game or whatever. Right, right. 26 years old, coming off double-digit sacks. He gets a one-year $6 million deal with Carolina. And, like, that's weird. But you can at least justify it as, like, you know what? He wanted to bet on himself. And Arizona whatever. didn't use him right, so the market for him for other deals wasn't as good right, as it should have been. because he only did it for one year. Only did it one year, and one of those was that huge game. So you could look at that year as a whole and say, well, he won one big game, and that kind of propped up his numbers, right. too, and all that. So that's part of it. Then he hits free agency again. Which already is a little weird because now I understand the I Panthers. I didn't realize he's been a free agent twice already. The Panthers are trying to be. The Panthers are trying to get to Sean oh, Watson. Get, yeah, yeah, So yeah, like yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, that, that that's sense. part yeah, of it, right? Yeah, 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 but still, like he didn't get yeah, crazy money wild. as we just said, and he is a 27 year old pass rusher coming off of his second straight double digit sack season, and then he gets money that like we just said is a team friendly deal. So like. In free agency, he wanted to come home, Elliot. Hometown okay, yeah. discount. Hometown if there, discount. If there's anything we learn in free agency, it's like you get overpaid in free agency. Yeah. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. He is 27, two double-digit sack seasons in a row at a premium position. Like, why is he? Why did he not get blown out of the water with money? Why? Why is nobody talking about the money Hassan Reddick got instead of Christian Kirk? Randy Gregory. I know he switched teams, so I haven't. I, maybe the money changed. I'm guessing it's somewhere in that range. He got though, 28 yeah. million guaranteed. He's no. He's in theory nowhere good as Hassan Reddick. At least his stats say he's not. Javon Hargrave got thirty million, thirty. I think it was thirty million well, guaranteed. Gregory's more of a prototypical pass defense. But like, that, so this is the yes. point I'm making, right? Is that Hassan Reddick is a good player? Does he check the box of like the edge rusher they needed? Clearly, the league does not view him that way. Because if any, I I would say like if any prototypical four three defensive end hit the open market with twenty three and a half sacks total. And at 27 years old, they're getting like, like silly money. Like they're getting. First of all, they never hit the market. But even if they did, they'd get silly money. So my concern with Reddick is, is he going to be what the Eagles need? And that's where I'm not as sure about it. So I went back and I watched uh, all of his sacks from last year. He's standing up for all of them, which like he's going to stand up for the Eagles, and he's going to stand up for the Eagles, which is fine. Like he's only he's only been like I think Tucker Bagley are. Colleague at WIP had a good tweet. He's only been on like down on the line twice, two snaps in his entire career. Right. So, so that's not who he is. He's not a a put your hand in the ground defensive end. Correct. 
Now, look, sacks, however you get them, they're all the same, right? In 23 and a half sacks, you don't luck into 23 and a half sacks. Like, that is legitimate talent at getting a quarterback. Yes. But, like, so here's my thing. They better just have him rush. If they've signed him to, like, move him around and to get creative and, like, and I don't think they have because I don't think they would give him that money on the day of one of free agency if they viewed him as a linebacker. Right? Would you agree with that? Of course. I He's being signed question. to do what he did in Carolina. I think it's silly that anyone even would consider the alternative. Agree with that. I agree. But there are people out there saying, like, oh, he's going to be, like, you know, standing up when they have four rushers on the field. and like, Well, Jannard Avery stood up a lot this year and yeah, did but, a lot of that stuff, like was rushing a lot, did right. that kind of stuff. If they put their premium free agent into the Jannard Avery role, I think that's a mistake. Well, to me, he has to be on – when there's four rushers on the field, you take Sweat off or you take Graham off. He has to, like, you're, pe- and I know it's not crazy money like we just said, but he's now their best edge rusher. That's the bottom line. Right. But I, it all comes down to production, and and players can do different things. Like, yes. I, like, as long as he's producing, like, so all we could do is, look, I, I think a lot of this comes, and I, look, I do think you make really good points about, you know, why didn't he make more money? Why is he a free agent twice? Like, all those type of things are relevant, value, valid. It's just interesting. Things to like, bring up. Yeah. They're notable, as you would say. But I think it all comes down to scheme and fit in football. It always does. It does with every player. It's why certain guys can go to one place, fail, and then go to another place and be a star. Like, it just happens all the time in the NFL. And look, I'm not Mr. Defensive Scheme Expert guy. You know, it's not my specialty. Well, remember that next time we talk about John. Well, Gannon. I'm going to talk about <laughs> your boy, Danny, because there are enough smart football people who right. I saw from yesterday, reading everything about it and all that, who think that this guy's a perfect fit for what Gannon wants to do. Like, that it's a That's Gannon to me. signing. Of, yeah, you think? That's <laughs> yes. worrisome to me, too. Yeah. But but if he is someone who, look, we want the Eagles to get players that fit what they're doing. Like, if he comes in he's the right fit for this defense and they know they're going to use him as a weapon, then I'm shocked you're not giving your boy better because, of the doubt. Because my thing like, with Gannon— Like, do you think, oh, they got Gannon, his guy, his guy. Right. So my thing with Gannon has never been like he blows me over the scheme. Oh, you are no, no, no. tracking no, 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 on no, no, Gannon. No, 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 the Eagles need to sign that dresser that you can just be like, okay, you know what? Just go line up and like go See, beat that guy. I, I think it's a little simple, man. Like but, football because is it not, is simple. Like it, they it, need a premium edge rusher and Reddick. Right, I, I don't know if he's it, that. Uh, but look, what if he? Well, I I think he's going to be an edge rusher for the team. I think the vast majority of things he's going to do is rushing the quarterback. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So, but what does it matter if he's doing it right from the edge or if they're moving him around and and making it, moving him around feels like him, what making it more difficult for an offense? What if he is the type of player you can move him around? Like isn't that isn't Someone who can rush the quarterback from anywhere on the field more valuable than someone who rushes from the exact same spot. Can he rush the quarterback? I don't know. I don't That's know. my question. I don't know. Because here's I'm, what it sounds like a little bit. But I'm bit. saying like it could be that type of situation where, look, I think last year in Carolina, it seems from everything we've, you know, you looked into and all this stuff is that, is that Phil Snow and that staff, obviously Temple, that connection, all that. Used him as a weapon on the field, like, and that's why his bio says. I know I weapon. couldn't hate that more. By oh, the way. love it! I what, could not hate him more. more. I think it's such a badass. This sounds move. so much to love. me. This sounds love. a lot like someone who's good at a lot love. of things but not great at any. Uh, again, like I think that and that's not the guy you want. I mean, yeah, but I, 
first of all, I don't think that's true because I don't think he's like he's good at rushing the quarterback. Like he's not that great at other things, and I think they know that. I, yeah. My point is that you, it it doesn't just have to be so simple. Like you don't have to be so like, well, this is where this guy plays, and this is where. The, like if if this guy can make a difference from multiple places on the field, great, that's awesome. Like do that, yeah, use him I, creatively. Be creative with your play. Look, what this defense needed was playmakers. They need playmakers. They've needed guys who are going to make plays. Hassan Reddick has the chance to be a guy who makes plays. So here, and I, I I don't disagree with you. Like yes, what you're describing sounds awesome. If they can get a guy that can do those things, and well, I they, think that's the idea that's of this the thing. Idea who knows? It, I agree. It might my, not. My, my worry is the execution of it. Sure, of course. My worry, yeah, mine too. Jonathan Gannon's involved. But it, sure, but with you, pal. But the point I'm making is a player like Hassan Reddick is like there's almost something worrisome about him. Because it's easy to talk yourself into being like, look what the Cardinals did, right? And now I'm not saying they're they're not going to emu- they're not going to duplicate what the Cardinals did. The Cardinals had him like dropping back and yeah, coming slot. So don't receivers. do what the Cardinals like, did. I agree with you, yeah. but the point I'm making is I don't want to hear talk out of them about like he can do all these things and we're going to move. No, 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 no. Just send him after the quarterback. And to your point, if you want to like get creative, two or three snaps a game and have him blitz up the middle, fine, whatever. All I know is. Last year at Carolina, something like 85% of his snaps were on the D-line. Well, that's probably what it's going to be in Philly. And that better be what it'd be. Is- well, what do you expect? Like, you, you think he's really going to, like, he's not going to be a linebacker for them. He's not going to be They're introducing him as a linebacker. Well, because he's, like, he's not going to be on the line, but, like, right. he's not going to be, like, a, a outside linebacker for them. Like, I hope not. not. It's not going to be, like, a 4-3 three, yes. three outside linebacker. Like, that's not what he's going to be I, with this I, team. Yes, I they hope not. They wouldn't have signed him for that. I, I, I agree with you. So but then I, why are you scared? Because... Because first of all, you, you know who very I am. Little faith yes. in your guy, huh? No, I, it's I mean, not if anything. You would think that a Jonathan Gannon devotee would be cop like screaming from the rooftops. They got my guy, a guy. He's gonna know how to I use him. I didn't want him. them to get my He's guy, a guy. Put him in the right situation. I wanted them to get my He's guy an edge be a rusher. Star here. He is an edge rusher. Okay, He's just then one just have him do that. He's one who's who's got other abilities. Yep, I don't want go. him to do other things though. That's my point. But, I want this guy just to. Go after the quarterback. <laughs> I'm sure I don't want him in a joker role. I don't want him like them trying to like hide him up. The- it no, sounds no, 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 no. like you don't trust Jonathan Gannon to do anything creative. I don't with trust. Defense. Okay, so it's not that I don't cool. trust Gannon. No, no, you are really killing your Jonathan Gannon. No, no, no. Side As here. I a I don't know if I mean, he can over. do it. I don't you know, know if he we can never do it. Can debate this but again. also, like I know Reddick can't do it. We've seen Reddick is not able to move around the field. You don't and trust be. Jonathan Gannon to use him right. Got it. Okay. I mean that's your takeaway. It's a concern of mine. Yes. No, but you're making it definitive. I am concerned about it. Okay. That's my concern. Yeah. Because, like, for what it's you worth, you he's— You don't defend your boy. I get it. He's 6'1". He's 230 pounds, right? So, like, Miles Jack, the linebacker from Jacksonville that just got mm-hmm. released, bigger than Hassan Reddick. He was a middle linebacker. Okay. Which so, is different. He should be smaller. I mean, yes, yes generally, than Correct. a rusher. Like, but, again, like, look, Hassan Reddick is—he's like a tweener for a Yes, that's my point. That's my—like— yeah. So that's my concern is like, again, the production is what it is. I'm like, it was a good signing. I would have done it. But like, I, I, I want to feel, I don't think, I, I, I want look, to feel like this checked off their biggest need. And I just I can't just get myself part of there. Checking off the biggest need, though. I, I don't think they were going to sign a guy in free agency who was going to solve their because problem. Because that guy's at, never there. Is, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I don't think if they yes. sign any of these guys, it just solves their problem. Like maybe Chandler Jones for a year or two. But yeah. Like, like that dude's like an elite, elite pass rusher. But, but he's like old, 32. He's 32, right? Exactly. So, I, I like I I don't. It sounds like your expectations with the signing were more than than mine. Mine is like, oh, that's a nice defensive player who's going to come in and be someone that teams might have to game plan for a little bit. Yeah, nice job. Okay, that, that okay, good. Like I don't that, think Hassan Reddick is a superstar. I don't. He's like he's not even a pro. But bowler. his numbers like, are pretty good. That's the weird good. thing about he's it. A, yeah. And, and again, I think 
I do think he's one of those guys who needs to be used right. Like, he needs to be used right. And I think that's what we saw that's the difference between Arizona and Carolina. Yeah. The, your worry? How? I I feel like I'm living in a bizarro world. I figured you'd come on here and be like, Gannon's going to know how to use no, this guy. I, I, Everyone's going to finally I, see what I see in Jonathan. I'm a simple man. I just want this guy to rush the passer. It, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm if we di- get to week four and he's like doing all this really creative stuff, in and your, it's in like your Jonathan Gannon, like it feels like you've like just thrown him off the the the, the bus, like just threw him out not the a, door and said, "I'm done with you, JG." It's not that I'm saying he can't do it. Wow. I'm saying I don't know. <laughs> wow. All right, that look, that's my concern. <laughs> so the money is is weird to me. Like it's a good team friendly deal, but the money's weird. As you put it, he is a tweener. Watching all of his sacks, like. A lot of it was just him running by guys. And he's fast. He's fast, right. But, like, I think you don't luck into 23 and a half sacks. Mm-hmm. But when I watched the sacks, you're I didn't really, watch. You're really doing some circles on this one. Well, what, you, don't, you don't luck into 23 and a half sacks. But when I watched the sacks, I did not come away being like, oh, my God, this guy's super talented. Uh-huh. I came away thinking, like, wow, like, he's fast. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a concern wow, for me. Oh, man. I just... Elliot abandons Jonathan. Gannon. What would you give the signing? A, a, like a grade? I would give it like an A minus. Yeah, that's where, I, where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> I think the key is the options out there. Like you pointed out, like right. Look, if they're going like to sign, said, it, you can't invent a guy. They're going to sign it. I think the fact that it, I think yes, the contract's weird from the perspective of why didn't he get more. But on the flip side, you can also say. They got the guy for a good price. So, you know, based on what we've seen from him, like, it's unlikely to be a bad contract. Now, he might not be great. He might not be a superstar for this team. But it's unlikely that it's one of those contracts where we look back and are like, wow, that was a disaster. Yeah, because in two years he'll be gone if he's not. If it doesn't work out. So it's one year of a bad deal. But I think he will work out. Like, I think it'll be fine. dude put Webb in his bio. It's going to work. Again, man. It's going to work. So this is like, how many minutes in are we? Uh, twenty. So we're not exactly like real one territory, but no, you know, we got like, real one stuff. So later. this is this is what it reminds me of a little bit. And he's a better player than this guy, uh, but it reminds me a little bit of the Will Parks thing, uh, where, where it's like he's it's, way better. Than Will he's Will Parks. better than Will, Will Parks. Parks. A backup. I agree. I agree. But it reminds me a little Silly bit guy of the guy out. of like I can do everything. I can do blah. No, like no. I just want you to be great at one thing and just do that thing. Just do the thing you're great at. That's all I want out of Hassan Reddick. Do the thing you're great at. Gotta say. Disappointing take from Elliot Chur Parks on this pod. I was not expecting. I have to be it. honest. You're turning on the birds. It's, it's, I tweeted it's, it. It's I sad think, to see. I think man. the I think you were the, propping this pot up for a year and a half, two years, or whatever. A year and a half. I have to be honest. Like, like I think oh, the, the Eagles, birds, the birds. And now you're like abandoning it. So again, it's two twenty three on a Tuesday. So it's possible they could make a move that takes away this opinion. Mm-hmm. But I'm. I think the fact they have done nothing to address helping the passing game is is concerning so far. Well, they've tried. They've tried, but they haven't done it. Like, they tried to sign Christian Kirk. Yes. I mean... Which that, that deal was insane. Crazy. And I wouldn't have paid him all that money. Of course I think not. Christian no Kirk's overrated. Would. Yeah. No one would. Like, I think they might sign Juju, but, like, that's not an inspiring signing to me. Allen Robinson would be interesting, but I would be surprised. I just if- don't see it at this point. Yeah, with the money they have, I would be surprised. Yeah, although... Well, more so with how the wide receiver market has, has yeah. kind of gone. You know what I mean? I mean, we'll talk about the quarterback thing, but, like... The Eagles have to be better. The only way the Eagles can be better next year is if they throw the ball better. That's it. That's the only way they're going to that's be better. That's not true. It, it's def- absolutely. If, if their defense is better, they'll be better. Like, that's silly. Like, their defense wasn't good. 
Okay. This if is the a debate defense for another is better, day. You're right. Be better. If the defense is a top five defense, they'll be better. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. But like, Even let's be real. 10. They're probably like a real top ten, not like the BS points only. Yeah. Top right. 10. Not only the most like if important they could actually stat. Stop yeah. a good quarterback once they. Okay, have but that's chance. my point. I'm saying if you're planning to be better next year, on right, that helps. Maybe okay. we'll sack that but good that, quarterback. That's what I'm saying. If your plan to be better next year is that you're going to shut down the elite quarterbacks, then good luck. That's basically what I'm saying. Like the plan to be better is to be like our offense is unstoppable. And they, they you are, act- you're too close-minded with that. You you ignore defense too much. Like you I just defended like, the defense for the last. No, year. I'm just saying. Like <laughs> you make it seem like the only thing that matters is offense in the NFL. It's not. Like defense does matter. It matters. I agree. You talk like well, offense. You own with your head coaches. I would never sign defense. Coach is not right. like I think you take it too far. Like I agree. It's possible. Offense is more important than defense right now in the way the league is. I get it. But I think it's like 60-40. You think it's like 80-20. Mm, no, I think it's like 70 30. Okay. I would I would even go 55 45 before I go 60. Okay. 35. Yeah. So I, I would probably 60 40, though. But I think you go too far right. with that, how important offense is compared to defense. It, it's possible. But I just, I can only say how I feel, which is if, if <laughs> which is, you, you love which offense is, and hate Jonathan Gannon. What a turn. The, the way the Eagles made the playoffs last year is probably not replicable. This is the bizarro pot. He is, he is just he's being honest. Like, they, 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 like, I mean, prior, but also, like, for what it's worth, prior to last year, I wasn't on the pod being like, they're going to be a dominant running team that's going to shut no, down. Like, true. you know, like, yeah. they won in a way, but I didn't expect them to win that way, mm-hmm. but they did. They won. But Jalen Hurts probably did not meet my expectations. He had an overall successful year, I think. But, like, you know, it was, like, I don't know, we have 16 passing touchdowns in 15 games or whatever. Like, so their their passing offense has to be better. Now, if they go out and they get Allen Robinson, maybe I'll feel differently. If they go out and the quarterback changes, like, maybe. But, like, bottom line is the only way they're going to be better next year is if the passing game is better. And they have done nothing to to help that so just far. a massively disappointing take for me today. I don't know what to tell you. Don't down. worry, the people on Twitter were not happy yeah, either. I'm sure doing. they weren't, as they shouldn't have been. Um, all right, uh, speaking of the receivers, we'll get to the quarterback thing in a sec, but they did try. They were in on Christian Kirk, apparently. Yes. We know they tried to trade for Calvin Ridley. Uh, we just uh, uh, saw it seems like they were in on Marcus Williams, the safety position as well. Wide yes. receiver safeties, Justin Reed, we had heard reports they were in on him. So it does seem like they have, you know, as all Eagles fans have it, you know, kind of deciphered those two positions as important positions to upgrade and clearly have been willing to to take big swings to do it. I mean, if the Calvin Ridley trade happened, that would have been a big swing for a wide receiver. Right. Um, where do you think they're at right now with those two positions and who else? Uh, Allen Robinson, obviously, but, you know, what are you expecting at those two positions? So I think they, they wanted to sign Christian Kirk and couldn't do it. They wanted to sign Marcus Williams, didn't get it done, which I'm sure they're disappointed about that, right? But I think now you look at, like, what's left – and there isn't much. Like, Juju Smith-Schuster, again, not doing it for me. He played five games last year. He's a slot guy. Like, I'm not in on Juju. Uh, Allen Robinson, I, I think would be good, but, like, they've targeted slot guys so far. And I don't know. Now, maybe if Allen Robinson's price is dropping, which I find a little hard to believe, but who knows. If his price is dropping, then, yeah, he would be an upgrade for them. Uh, the safety position, I mean, again, like, Marcus Williams is gone. Justin Reed is gone. Like, maybe you go to Marcus May, the, the jet safety. Like, there's not a lot there now where you sign him and you go like, okay, like that's something you feel really good about. But what I think is interesting about what they've done so far is it kind of honestly backs up what I just said, which is they recognize that like they need major upgrades to be better next year than what they were. I think if their roster right now went into the season, they could they would like probably win eight games just because of how bad their schedule is. But I don't think they'd be a better team. I think the Eagles know to be a better team than they were last year, they had to make major upgrades and they tried to do it. And they got it with Hassan Reddick, who we just 
got into. But, like, they struck out on the two other ones. And the Calvin Ridley thing, I don't even say they struck out on it. It was just ah, bad luck. Yeah. Yeah. But so I think you're seeing that the Eagles know that they have they, they need to make big changes to the roster. So what are they going to do? Is there a trade? Could there be a trade coming if there aren't guys on free agency? Could they use one of those first-round picks to go get wide receiver X or, Maybe. or safety X yeah. or whatever? I, yeah, I mean they certainly could. I still think in the I still think they're going to draft an edge rusher in the first round of the draft. I think so too. Now barring them trading all their picks, but like I I think they're going to draft an edge rusher in the first round, mostly because what we just talked about. Like I don't think Hassan Reddick is who they view as like their dominant defensive end of the future. Well, I also think they need more. Like you know, I think yeah, the Eagles' philosophy has always been more, 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 more when it comes to pass rushers. Yeah, uh, Josh Sweat is nice, and and we hope he takes a step forward. But Brandon Graham's thirty four and coming off an Achilles injury. Yeah, like, he's. You have you, no idea what you're going like, to do. It could be very viable that, that Hassan Reddick and Josh Sweat are your only real edge rushers on the team. Correct. You know, so so I don't think you have close to enough there. I agree. Yeah, so I think they'll draft one in the first round. Um, and you need youth, too. And all that. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, I mean, now I think we're starting to get to the second tier of free agency, right? Like, we're no longer in the part of free agency where the elite guys are available, unless it's an Allen Robinson. So, so yeah, so... I think that they they tried and they missed, and now it's like the only really way to completely upgrade their team is if they make a major move at quarterback. And I think that's. Well, I don't think it's the only way. I mean, but you're talking to make a major. Yes, like a, like a like a like a odds changing move. Yeah, would I, be a quarterback. Yeah, or a or a trade of another kind, trading a first for like an established like DK Metcalf. Yes, if they were get DK Metcalf, right. I think you you definitely feel better right. about the passing, right? That kind of stuff. All right, uh, we'll get to that thing you just alluded to in a sec. The quarterback that won't go away. First. It's go time, baby. We are, we are. Uh, I mean, actually, the, the playing games are right now, but we are here. It is the yes. tournament time. It is the good times. It is so much basketball to bet on right now. Obviously, there's pro hoops action, college hoops. It is the week. We had so much fun with it last year. We'll have the Parks Pick Spot out later this week, but get involved. Download the Parks Sportsbook app. Let, let's have some fun. Let's so, gamble together. As we discussed last year, gambling on um, gambling on college basketball is for real men. Oh, yeah. Brackets, that's fine. Yeah. You have a little brother that does it, that's fun. <laughs> you can help him fill it out. But if you're actually going to be like, like if you're taking off work and not gambling on college basketball, then you might as well just go to work. I'm with you, buddy. Like you can I'm, track your little, I'm with you. your little, little bracket, bracket. I mean, on, your bracket, online. It's like you're like one out of like 7,000 yeah, it's like, wow, you love college basketball so much. It's yeah. like whatever. Or you could just bet on the games, like it, a man. Like, yes. And yeah. the best thing about it is, since we're a pod that does not bet to win, you don't have to know about the teams. Yeah. You literally just, just see it's the games that are playing, games. you put together a parlay, and let me tell you, it's exhilarating. <laughs> it really is exhilarating. It's the best gambling experience there is. Yeah, it really was. It's the last year. It might year, be better than Sundays. Last year in March for college basketball was the most fun I've ever had games. Yes. And I lost every penny of my account. And yeah, was, I mean, we, we won some, but then we... We were winning. Right. We were doing great, and then it went... Yes, straight downhill. Yeah. Um, but we we had so much fun. It was so much fun doing it. Download the app with us. Do it with us. Parks Pod on Thursday. You can listen in to our live live bets. Yeah, like your our uh, our experts sure to be correct opinions on yes. this stuff. So tune in. Download the app. Here's the deal: if you sign up right now, you get your first bet risk free up to five hundred dollars. A five hundred dollar risk free bet. Just uh, download the app or go to the parkscenario.com slash PN. Use our promo code GoBirds. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your risk-free bet of up to 
hundred dollars and again the park sportsbook app don't forget also now open the parks race and sportsbook located inside the new chickies and pete's sports bar and crab house in malvern pa play there get paid there mm. the park sportsbook app must be 21 in president pennsylvania gaming problem I'm i like that gamble. little saying it's yeah. a great line it is play there get paid so you weren't here this past saturday Boom. oh yeah i i was the one doing the reads yes. how to go very good pay there play uh play there pay there Top You're notch. in on that. Yeah. It's a great read. Good way to end it. Yeah. Parks gets it. Yeah. Have some fun with us. There you go. There you go. All right. Um, you know, doesn't get it. <laughs> Just get right into it. All right. So we've heard like, I don't know. I'm going to just take a guess, an estimate or whatever. Somewhere in the neighborhood of 30,000 times that the Eagles are out on Deshaun Watson and then they're not out on Deshaun Watson. Who knows? You know, they're monitoring the situation. See, but here's the thing about the out on other Desha- teams that have been meeting with him, but then this. We all know the Eagles are are in. Yes. Whether or not they're going to end up with him or not, like they're in on the situation. There are too many people who keep saying, even today, uh, you know, the Eagles are monitoring the situation. That's the, the word out. John Clark put that out yes. today. He says, as they have for a year. Right. The Eagles are monitoring the situation. What I, John Clark I just said. think it's so funny to think that people are like, They've been monitoring it for a year. They tried to trade for Russell Wilson. Deshaun Watson, for however you like, however each person to their own feels about it, he's not going to be charged criminally. And now they're out? Yeah, like, that's a good point. You know, yeah, like, like, good point. Like, he's not going to be charged criminally, and now they're going to bow out? Mm-hmm. Like, that's just not happening. It's just not. And clearly we know they don't think Hurts was good enough last year because otherwise they wouldn't have tried to trade for Russell Wilson. So, like, now again, it's what, what time is it? It's 2.34 on a Tuesday. So this could break any minute and we could I'm sound sure like well, idiots. Right. But to me, my like tea leaf reading sit on the situation is I think it's interesting that he's taking a ton of meetings. Because if he actually knew where he wanted to go and he was well, actually like definitely not going to go to the Eagles, then I think he would have like he would have just met with a few like Well, especially because like these meetings keep coming up, right? It yes. was like, oh, it's the it's the Saints and the Panthers, and that's, and that's it. it. It's like now he's meeting with the Browns. Say, oh, don't count out the Falcons. Yes, they're in exactly. it too. They're getting a meeting Lawson. as well. And yeah. it would not surprise me at all if the Eagles got a meeting, right? So like I think there's a chance the Eagles get him. And here's the other thing about the Eagles, right? So let's look at free agency so far. Hassan Reddick. There was literally nothing on him until he signed with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Marcus Williams. Nothing on him until the Eagles oh, Calvin almost Ridley. got him. Like, Calvin we didn't hear Ridley. anything about that. Nothing on him, like, right? Yep. The Eagles move in silence. Mm-hmm. That's how Howie does it. They do not like bro- assassin. Yes, they they do they do not broadcast their moves. So the stuff is obviously coming out about Deshaun Watson because he's the number one most talked about person in the NFL right now. But the fact the Eagles are not like you know coming up in all these rumors and stuff. Like, don't read into that. Like, the Eagles know how to keep things quiet. The Eagles know how that it's advantageous for them if nobody knows for sure that they tried. Like, they're not going to be walking into a hotel to meet with Deshaun Watson with people, like, taking pictures of him, like, right? So my read on it is, and I'm going to, you know, like, put my – I don't want to put myself in Deshaun Watson's shoes, but I'm like, let's talk <laughs> no, through it, right? No, those are shoes I wouldn't yeah, want to be in either. right. So he's probably saying, let me, let, me, let me look at these situations. Like, Carolina, let me find out about that. New Orleans, let me find out about that. My guess is his camp is probably like knows what the Eagles are. They know it's a well-run franchise. They know that they've dealt with off-field drama before and that they can handle it. They know they have a great offensive line. They know they play in a bad division. Like there's not a lot of up in the air about the Eagles. They're very much are what they are. Panthers, 
you know, I think they're more up in the air. Saints, new coaching staff. Falcons, like, who knows what they're doing with Matt Ryan. Like, Well, they would, I think they would know that what they're doing with Matt Ryan if he gets traded there. Correct. But yeah. the point I'm making is there, there's really not anything to meet with the Eagles about, right? Like, so I think this is a situation where Deshaun Watson is probably looking around and saying, let me get all this information before I decide if I want to go to Eagles. So I, I do not think the Eagles are getting him. And I, to be clear, I'm at like 30%. Yeah. But I would be more like 15, but I'm not at zero. Like, I, I definitely think, I agree with everything you're saying. I think the Eagles are absolutely in on Deshaun Watson. I think they have been on him the whole time. I think they're involved. I think they're monitoring it. I think they're, you know, like you said, I think probably trying to get a meeting or already have a meeting that we don't know about or whatever. I think all that stuff is happening. I think in the end, I think Deshaun, I do take notice of the fact that that multiple times throughout this situation has come out that he doesn't want to come here. And look, that can change. Yes. But at least at certain points throughout this thing, he has said no. I don't want to go to Philadelphia. That is notable. Reportedly. Just putting that. You're right. Absolutely reportedly. You're right. And that is notable. I think it's smart for him not to go to a big city, personally. I agree. Uh, I do think that that makes a lot of sense for me to to him not wanting to come here. But, again, to your point, I absolutely think the Eagles are are in. And anyone who doesn't think the Eagles are in is is fooling themselves. Yes. Like, the Eagles are in on Deshaun Watson. I will say, earmuffs, one, two, three— it is fucked up that Deshaun Watson has all this power in this situation. It is what it is. It's the contract and stuff. But, like, just the fact that this guy, after this thing that happened, and I know he's not getting charged criminally, but, like, like clearly not all is awesome, all right, with what Deshaun Watson right. did or how he did it or whatever. And, again, we don't – who knows? But, like, certainly seems like not all is awesome in that world. And the fact this guy just gets to be, like, choose where the hell he goes and have complete power and all this, like, it's – it's an icky situation to me. I don't want Deshaun Watson the Eagles, personally. I don't want them to trade for him. I don't want to root for the guy. Like, I just don't want to. Like, I'm out. That's where I'm at. But I'm not, I'm I'm realistic. And I'm, I understand that I do believe there is still a chance that the Eagles will trade for Deshaun Watson. So, I am 95% of where you are. I am being honest in saying the fact that he's not charged criminally like, has to factor into my decision on whether or not I would want him. Because now you know that he's not going to go to jail, right? And, well, I should say, based off current past charges, like, things could definitely come up. I would not trade for Deshaun Watson. I would not do it. I wouldn't take the risk. I wouldn't pay the cost that it's going to take to get him. I just wouldn't do it. But if I'm Howie Roseman, I would understand why he would make the trade. Like, I wouldn't do it. But if you're Howie and you have a chance to acquire a quarterback that threw for 5,000 yards the last time he played— like, we just talked about their passing offense. Like, that's the type of move you make where all of a sudden their win total, like, moves up two, two wins yeah, on well, parts. Yeah, well, the suspension part. Okay, yes, whatever, but, but you get but my yes, point. yes, that is, a, that is a, a, a franchise-altering trade from a expectation. Correct. Me, yes. So, like, I wouldn't do it. But very clearly the Eagles would. Like, obviously. Yeah, yeah they're in. If there was no trade, if, if he didn't have a no-trade clause, I, I think there's, like, a better than 50% chance he's already on the Eagles. Like, I think that it would just be over, that Howie would just outbid for everybody and he mm-hmm. would be here. But he does, and he's going to have to decide where he goes. And, like, we're planning on recording on Thursday next. If Deshaun Watson is on the Eagles, like, I don't know what my reaction will be. Because on one hand, I agree with you. Like, I would not trade for Deshaun Watson. I wouldn't do it. I think he's had a full year off of football, as we've talked about. Who knows how he's going to come back from all this? Like, for sure. Then there's also the reality of, like, he is a very good quarterback. Like you can <laughs> yeah. put him wherever you want. Like I don't think he's top five, but like he's definitely he's right there. I he's, think he's like top eight, close, nine, yeah. right? I think like he's top, top six. He was top whatever the last time he played. 
And that's the situation Eagles are going to put their fans in, the media in, and all that stuff. Is like you have to make a personal decision almost on like where you balance it. And it's not a fair decision to ask people to make, but that's the reality of the situation. And like to all the podcast listeners out there, like I don't think you're a bad person if you want Deshaun. You know, like if you're listening and you're like, I, I would be okay with Deshaun Watson on my team. I don't think that makes you a bad person. But then uh, personally, I wouldn't do it. But like, that's the complication of all this is like, he's not charged criminally. He did sit out a year. Like he's still involved in civil courts. So like, none of us really know what happened, right? Like, mm-hmm. so it's, if I'm Howie, like it's the most complicated, difficult decision he'll probably ever have to make. Like if Deshaun Watson says to the Eagles, okay, I'll come there. Like, I think Howie says yes. But oh, I think again, I'm with you. I think I think Deshaun Watson not come, wanting not choosing the Eagles is the most likely outcome. Not yes. the Eagles not choosing Deshaun Watson. And the other thing, like we all have to accept, is like we don't know what happened. Agree. So, I, like, I don't know what the right answer is. Is the best way I can like kind of summarize mm-hmm. it. Like, I wouldn't trade for him. I wouldn't do it. But again, like, you know, if Jeffrey Lurie has more information than we do about this, if he decides to trade for him, like, does that make Jeffrey a bad person? Like. I don't know. Maybe. I, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe not. Right. Like, I don't know. like yeah. maybe he knows information that we don't. Maybe the information he has is wrong. Like yeah. I know their head of security, Dom, is one of the best in the business. Like if Dom signs off on it, like, you know, so there's all the there's all those parts of it. Yeah, it's it's incredibly complicated and it's just it's just icky. The whole thing's icky. It sucks. It was a really, it's right. a, you know, as a fan, it's certainly a crappy situation to be well, in because it puts us all in a cr- precarious spot. Like we love the Eagles, we root for the laundry. Like we don't root for a player. If they're not here, good. See you later. If they're not, if they are here, they're you're our guy. You know, like that's what it is, and it really puts a lot of fans in a really tough spot. Like, look, I don't know if people. I've seen a lot of fans over over the years, especially with stuff less significant than this, but say like, I'm never rooting for that team again if they do this, or you know, the Phillies if they sign this guy, I'm out forever and all that. And it usually isn't true. Right. Usually they're not. But I've seen a lot, a lot of Eagles fans say if they trade for Deshaun Watson you know, bleep this team, I'm out. Like, I'm not going to support that. And it's going to be a fast, like, if it does happen, it's going to be, like, really interesting. And ugly. And ugly. Let's be real, like, yeah, ugly, ugly, too. Ugly like to we see how this kind of all plays out from a fan perspective. Right, like, you know, and this is obviously, I'm not comparing them, but, like, the Nick Foles-Carson Wentz thing was, like, a fun thing that splitted people, right? Like, a fun debate, Fun-ish, you know? Yeah. Like, right. I think at a certain point it wasn't yes, fun anymore, but, you, but yes. you get my point The I'm idea making, of it, yes. Know? It is not, the Michael Vick thing is a much more, yeah, similar comparison, and and they're different. That Vic went to jail and he served his time, and there's all oh, and he handled it great once he was here and all that type of stuff with with you know accountability and all that type of stuff. But it's a similar type of thing where if they did bring the guy in, there would be a large chorus of Eagles fans saying, you know, bleep this, I, and, I and they would yeah. be they would be yeah. it's fine to feel that way. Yep. And I think the people that are just saying they're okay with it, like I can't really cast blame on them either, you know. And I think that that. Is what's going to be ugly if they trade for him? Yeah, uh, it's <laughs> and pro- honestly, by the time we record on Thursday, we'll probably have an answer to it. Yeah, I think. And again, I I think they. I do not think they're. My official prediction is they will not trade. That is for, mine too. But I, I am. I'm higher than you are, obviously on it. I'm yeah. higher than on the possibility. Of yeah, it. yeah. Uh, look, I'm intrigued to see what happens. I'm, I'm obviously hoping they don't trade for him, but it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see if they do. And and I think the real big takeaway from this conversation here is. No matter what you read or what you see or whatever, don't assume that the Eagles are out until it's done. Right. So this is just right now from Diana Rossini. Uh, I'm told quarterback Deshaun. It's also funny she puts quarterback because if no one knows what yeah. position Who? is. Who? What? Yeah. Oh, that Deshaun Watson. 
I'm told quarterback Deshaun Watson has interest in the Atlanta Falcons and even reached out to the franchise personally, per source. Look, he's from Georgia. It seems like he wants to play in the South. Yeah, it seems like he wants to play in the South. All New Orleans, Carolina, Georgia. Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. What do those three things have in common? All in the South. Yeah. All I in the same division, the too. Yeah, all in the same division. I think he's going to the South. That's why I've always thought. Yeah. I've always felt like Miami was the other team that he was into before that, yep. right? I mean, also in the South. Yeah. Very specific geographical. So area. again, I don't think the Eagles. Like are I think the Eagles get him. are out. I really do. I, I don't think the Eagles are out. I don't think he's going to choose. I think the issue he has is none of these franchises we're talking about are that well run. But uh, I mean, look, the Saints, I mean, the, Saints the Saints have had all types of problems. They have recently. The Panthers also have were, as well. The Saints were well run for a while because be they had fair. Sean Payton. And I mean, look, the Falcons are are in a downside, but the Falcons were also in the Super Bowl a few years ago. It wasn't like that long, and they've got an aging right. quarterback. Like the Falcons have been well run at times. I'm talking I mean? about like. And look, I, look, the Eagles were, were the worst team in football, or one of the worst teams in football uh, a year ago. I mean, it's like a franchise overall. I understand. I don't yeah. think I think you overrate that. I don't think that Deshaun Watson— But look, I think Deshaun his Watson, the specific know, needs fit how well we they're— we don't know what his priorities are. Like, right. He right. might not care about an organization or whatever. He might care about where he lives. He might care about— uh, Which he, is probably what he does care about. I'm sure it yeah. is. I'm sure it's a part of it. Uh, so I think you know, it's the, the assumption that the Eagles have an advantage because of these things may not be true. You're you know right. What I mean, you're right. So, it's gonna be a lot I, of different factors. And again, I also just don't think players as much think about that. Like, I think they think about more the dumpster fire organizations. But even then, like people sign with Washington, people sign with these, yeah, you're right. the Jets. Like people sign with the Jets. Hey, and I'm sure I'll Deshaun Watson's gonna get a new contract right. out of this. So yeah. I, I think that you know, I, I definitely think from our perspective, the way you look at it, people should look at it that way. But I don't, I don't think a lot of them do. You know, yep. so, um, so we'll see. I, I ultimately think Deshaun Watson will not choose the Eagles. Um, but we'll find I agree. Out. The Eagles did tender Nate Herbig. Which is, you uh, know, last thing, pretty you, you talked about this on your show. There was that tweet from someone that John McClain retweeted. Yes, Where the Panthers were giving up both Jeremy Chin and Brian Burns. And like, three first-round picks. And so, like, there is a chance Deshaun Watson could say yes, but, like, the Eagles could get outbid. Like, if, if they're willing to give up Brian Burns, Jeremy Chin, Dude, and Brian three Burns ones. Brian Burns and Jeremy Chin are, like, both, like, Pro Bowl-type players. Brian Burns is probably better than All Hassan pro Reddick. guy, yeah. yeah. Oh, not probably. He yeah. is better yes. than Hassan So, Reddick. like, yes, for sure he is. Yeah. That's that's a big package, you know. Hey, yo, cut there that it is. Cut that audio. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Uh. Nate Herbig, tendered. Fine. He'll be an eagle. I assume. Why wouldn't you? Alex Singleton. I think there's still a chance he's back. Um, sure. I think they just said go see if you can get more money, and I doubt he'll be able to. Yeah. Um. Unless someone wants to pay him to play special teams. Yeah, which is unlikely. I think he could be back, but no. I mean, I think like look and. We keep saying it, but like by the minute, things could change. But it's clear the Eagles know they need to make upgrades to their roster if they're going to take a step forward next year. Yeah. Right. Well, clearly, and so far, look, I don't they're think trying. they've done they enough. They tried to get yeah. Marcus Williams. They tried to get Calvin Ridley. They tried to get Christian Kirk. Like, they're in on guys. There's yes. no question. There's yes. no question. Uh, all right. You got anything else, Eagles? No. I mean, we'll be at McGurk's on Wednesday. Yes. We'll be at McGurk's tomorrow, Wednesday. Elliot will be there all day long. Mm. Six to six. Mm. Not a short day for you. So Not a short day. If you ever want to meet Elliot Chirp Marks, tomorrow you got 12 your hours. Day. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. I'll be there for like five or six hours. Good for so you. Nine to two, two thirty range. So if you want to come what, in what that amazing period, hours. We'll both be I know. Yeah. We'll both be here. Both be there. So come hang out. Come say hi. Yeah. Um, and uh that'll be super cool. Big Birdstown Hall talking about all the things the Eagles did. Yes. Having start of the new league year. Start of the new league year, so all these things can be official. Um and look, I, I think we will get Deshaun Watson news soon. It does seem yeah, like this thing is before this even starting to ramp up as it goes. Although it seems like he's meeting with the Falcons tomorrow, which is Wednesday. So yeah, maybe so probably not immediately. Certainly, you know, probably hopefully not right when we post this because that would 
That would suck, but yes. let's as we, as we just kind of stretch it out longer and keep talking just to make sure, uh, and then we end up talking until tomorrow to make sure we don't miss it. Um, all right, um, one other thing, and I, I want to get to some final thoughts. So nothing else, Eagles. We're good on the Eagles. Well, so Dave Zingaro just tweeted that they're not tendering Boston Scott, but a return remains possible. Ooh, don't tell Joe DeCamera. I know, I know. Oh, I still think he's back. Joe DeCamera is going to be devastated. I still think he's back. Yeah, why wouldn't he be? I mean, unless someone gives him a bunch of money. Right. That is surprising. Like, why not tender him? He's been good to I you. agree. He's a really nice, like, third back guy. I don't think they're going to let him go. But I could be wrong about that. It's really weird, though, that they wouldn't tender him. That doesn't make a ton of sense. Yeah. Uh, hey, Philly, if you want another local podcast, uh, it's all about Philadelphia, obviously, for your Eagles talk. Come here. We're the Eagles podcast. But... Check out our sister station, KYW, The John Cast, Philadelphia's local news podcast called The John Cast. It's the John for your ears. It's your ears' favorite John. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we know uh, some of the guys on there, Brian Seltzer's been on there before, my buddy, my yes. brother from another mother. Um, they do a great job with this podcast. And, uh, you know, a lot of local Philly news, stuff that's happening this weekend, this, that, that kind of stuff. What's going on with certain. Um, you know, uh, uh, street, uh, you know, change. I know the big thing with Washington Avenue out where Elliot and I live. So you know, I heard that there might be street cleaning dude, soon. There's all kinds of stuff going on. Dude, let me tell you. Listen to the John cast. That's the point. Check it out. Odyssey app anywhere. You I'll be very disappointed. Like, I'm happy the streets will be cleaned, I guess. But like, if I have to move my car every other day, oh, I'm going to be pleased about that. So that, wait, what they're talking about? Consistent I heard there might cleaning? be street cleaning, like, oh, maybe not. I don't know. Kristen told me this briefly. Yeah, maybe on Washington. You think on our streets, our sites? I don't think your street, but like, because street's tiny. Your street's tiny, but like, I, I don't know. Just letting you know what Uh-oh. I heard. Oh, this is nerve wracking for this a guy that gets worried about one parking. One of those like Tuesdays from nine to yes, three. Yeah, that's what I think here. it might be. Oh, oh, buddy. First of all, it'll just ca- create havoc. Yeah. Like, imagine everybody having to move their car yeah, and then ca- everybody moving back. That would be really bad. Yeah, they're Let, not going to do. That. Let's hope that the streets aren't good. that dirty. Yeah, they're not. They're fine. I agree. I feel good about it. Uh, all right, anything else uh, quickly just from uh, before we get to final thoughts and stuff, anything else just NFL free agency you want to talk? We mentioned the Kirk contract, which, man, Doug and the Jags Well, that's what going that was going to be my takeaway. So, so what do you think about what the Jags I like doing? it. Just, I like it. Get Doug talent, you know, like, like see what he can Doug. do. I don't know if I like it for Trump Bulky. Yeah. I like Dude's it. He's trying to save his job. All these guys are fine players. Nah, like, uh, they're, they're, they're paying people too much money. Yes. Let's be well, that's what you do in I free mean, agency. Zay Jones, $30 million. Dollars. I mean, I like Zay Jones I, like for like a three to five million yeah, or something. Evan Ingram. Like, Evan Ingram. I would give him like a million. Yep. Yeah, I agree. But like Brandon Scherf's a good But player. it's kind of like we talk about with this on Reddick thing. Like the money doesn't really super matter. So it's like they're just adding players I didn't have before. Mm-hmm. And I'll just be interested to see what Doug, what Doug does. With I'm him. excited for Doug. Yeah. Give Doug a shot. Yeah, exactly. Trevor Lawrence, year two, taking a big leap. Yep, I agree. All of a sudden, the Jags are 11 and In that division, like, what if you look happening? you look at that division, the Colts, First who knows? in the draft, too. They had Aiden Hodgins. Yeah, they're going to like, like you know, the roll. Titans are there, but I don't like the quarterback, so I'm not that in all. Yeah. I know I you mean, love the Colts that head coach, but, class, but yeah, the Colts are a loss. I love that coach. By the way, was a great by the way, great did you coach. see the, the report that the Colts might be interested in Gardner Minshew? I did. So I tweeted this, but I'm going to say I saw your tweet, buddy. I knew This is one of those tweets that I see, and I know you have to- Got to bring it up. I have to bring it up on the pod because you're probably so excited. I was so proud of myself. If Chris Ballard has to call Howie Roseman to trade for Gardner Minshew, it's easily the most embarrassing call a GM has ever had to make. It would be up there. I mean, just be on the short list. First of all, you know, we talk about Howie when he gets in his whole, like, you know, (laughs) chocolate vanilla, like, right? Can you imagine him on that phone call being like, oh, like, Chris, buddy. Oh, Oh, pal, how you doing? Gardner. Oh, so do you guys need a quarterback? 
So you guys have, oh, 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 you don't have a quarter. Oh, yeah, I remember now. I'm sorry about sorry that. Sorry to hear about what happened in Washington. So we value Gardner. We, yeah. we, <laughs> Listen. He's going to get like a fourth that turns into a second or something Gardner's, like that. Gardner's really good. Gardner's yeah. really good. We like him more than the guy we used to have here. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's a good point. <laughs> Honestly. they get, like So I would not trade Gardner Minshew. I mean, obviously for any player, I'd trade him for the right price. But like I wouldn't trade Minshew for like a fifth. I wouldn't trade. No way. I want like a second. For Here, here's my take that everyone is going to disagree with, but He's I think a it's super cheap, really good backup. So I, I don't think it's crazy to say the Eagles not only should pick up, not only shouldn't trade Dillard. I might consider picking up his fifth year option. Whoa, dude! A starting cat, a, a, a like a very he starting caliber. He started a couple on, games here and there. Are we he's like a, he's sure a very, he's... very good backup tackle, in my opinion. Wow, he's a fine backup. Let me take tackle. back very, very good. Yeah. He's, I, he's I, fine. I wouldn't rule it out, is my point. How much is a video? It's like $10 million or something. Yeah. Right? Nah, that's too much. It's less than that, actually. Well, I don't I don't it, know. I'm asking you. Well, but Barnett's was $10 million. He was 14th. So it's a little less. So it's probably like 8 7 I mean, if 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 Andre Dillard hits open market, I think he's getting at least a one-year $8 million deal. Maybe. I don't know. Trade him. Just trade Andre Dillard. What are we I doing? would trade him for like a second. Sure. I'm not I, trading I him for get a, a second. I don't think you would either, but I wouldn't trade him. We love Andre Dillard. I like depth. I like depth. Yeah, I don't hate. That. Everyone's like trade all these guys until then week four. Like that's that six you round pick. Could play right helpful. tackle so you could actually be a real well, that's backup a, a tackle. Real that I mean, a lot of can't play right what, tackle. But wouldn't either, that be helpful that. if your backup tackle could play two positions? So be, you never well, know then, that then you, then get you really hurt. pick the option. Yeah, up. yeah. You never I mean, look what Vitai got. He was a swing of back tackle. I know, I know. He got paid. All right. Anything else in free agency jump out to you? Nah, nah, nah. All right. Final thoughts. Go for it, buddy. Oh man, I didn't want to get to the final thoughts part. I know. Um, I've talked about a lot on the pod going through it and all that, but, um, Millie passed away over the weekend. Um, man, I was trying to keep it together. Yeah, it's tough. At the beginning, when you know you're going to cry, always, you know, like when you know you're going to cry, <laughs> and then so it, all you back. can think about is like, don't cry, yeah. and then no, it's all you're thinking about. Uh, yeah. She was the best, man. Yeah. Uh, 14 years, so she had a great life, I feel incredible. Millie, your dog, for maybe Millie, those, my dog, yes. for those who aren't listening, yes, right. that would be. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's not the, You're right, for those who don't look, we're in some super context, real you know, someone like, right. yes. You're right, yeah. My, my dog had gotten sick uh, about a month ago. She had a seizure, and um, we took her to the vet, and not- uh, she was bouncing back. She was doing great. And then uh, she had another seizure uh, late last week and then just kind of faded yeah. uh, and, and and passed away over the weekend. Um, so, Sad. you know, thanks, Mel. Yeah. Um, we'll get through. It's tough. Uh, you know, 14 years. Like our whole relationship. Six yeah. months. Six months. Emily and I have been dating for six months when we got Millie. And now we've been married for... You know, which is crazy within itself that after six months you guys got a dog. Yeah, well, so we knew each other for like six years before we got together. We were like great friends and all that. So it was one of those things when we got together, we kind of knew it was going to be like a serious thing. But yeah, it was a risky move to get yeah. a dog six Paid months off. in a relationship. It totally did. Well, it's like I said to you, and like when we were texting about it, you told me like, I, it's obviously super sad now. Yeah. And like there's like, I think sometimes with like, Sad things you almost just have to embrace it sad and not push it away. Totally. You know, because yeah. like you have then to you just make that. it worse. Yeah. yeah. But like the sad days of that you got 14 years together, like way out. Well, that's dude, it's like it's funny. It's like that's exactly true. I would trade, I would do yeah. it, I would do it a hundred times out of a hundred exactly like this. I've you know, yep. I always you always want more time. I'm I can't complain about the time we got. It's one of those things where like I know the perspective is right. I know that. 
And but it's yes, but if you feel how you, you feel, feel, how you feel, yeah, you know, yeah. all I feel is sadness. And every time I'm in the house, I don't hear her sound. Well, and and the, I, when I, you know, go to walk Ruben, she's not there. And like, right. you know, she, you know, I don't hear a little pitter pattering. I don't, she isn't, she slept in our bed every night for 14 I, dude, years. I mean, seriously, like, like literally she slept between my legs. Like I, I, she slept on top of the covers in between my legs every night, you know? So yeah. it's, like, it's weird to go to bed, you know? Well, that's the crazy thing. Like, uh, I texted this to you too. I was like. I don't know how it feels, but I can also like imagine how it feels. Yeah, I think everybody out there that has a dog like yeah. can feel it. And yeah. that's so I me and Kristen got a dog like two or three years ago, I guess, at this point. And I never really had like a dog like that. And you don't realize how much they become like a part of your family. Totally. Like just to your point, yeah. what you said about like when you go to walk your other dog, like there's just like a, and I'm obviously don't have to harp on this, but like no, no, it's it's good. Yeah, like it's just uh the Go Birds community, as we say, like, is a community. And, like, I have people come up to me. And, like, I, even this weekend when you were texting me, uh, two people came up to me and they were saying how much they love you. And, like, I just think, you know, that's it's important to feel that right now. No, it is. It is. And that's why, I, look, I haven't even talked about it on the radio. I'm just right. I'm talking about it to the to the to you guys. The real ones. Yeah, the yeah. people. You know, we have a community here. And, um, so yeah, we'll be all right. We'll get through it. It's a tough time. It's yeah. a time that a lot of people go through. Look, like, people own dogs. Dogs don't live forever. You know, we all go through this at one point or another. Uh. Um, but yeah, it, it sucks, man. She, yeah. she rocked. And, uh, you know, definitely like when I was at my like toughest time in life, like early in my relationship with Emily, when I didn't know what I was going to do with my yep. life before I got into this career and all that, like it felt like Millie was the only person on the planet I could kind of like really like be okay with. You yeah. Know I mean, I couldn't talk to people. I couldn't like express how I felt, but like that dog with the love that she gave me was just there for me. Yep. And, uh, you know, I'll always always treasure that and I look I got my face ripped open for her. And you I mean did. I literally you bit got another my dog. face ripped open you bit another for dog. Millie and I'd do it again. It got me like two and a half extra years. There so, you go. Um so yeah anyway I just wanted to thank everyone who reached out and uh you know had kind words along the yes. way and said they were thinking about her and um you know I, I just really appreciate it. And yep. uh, she was the best. I love that dog. So R.I.P. Millie. R.I.P. Millie. Yeah. yeah. No easy transition. No, no. no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I'm going to drop like a, a take about a love is blind or parking or weather. You know, like it's, yeah, it's just like, you know, I'm not going to be like, well, I've had a rough week. It was really windy. <laughs> it was really windy on Tuesday, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, but the birds. I mean, really, Exactly. This, yeah. yeah. Well, I appreciate it. And you've been a, a really amazing friend through it. And yes. uh, I appreciate you. I appreciate everyone who uh, reached out and all that. Nicely done by you. Yeah. It was tough to we'll talk get through. That was yeah. not easy. So, no. Uh, I love you, Millie. You're the best. And uh, we'll be back Thursday. Uh, we're talking some yes. some some March and, we- and Wednesday action. And Wednesday, yeah, check us out at McGurk's coming out. Thursday, March Madness action. And then Saturday, you and me. I know. At Parks. I know. Finally, it's Can't happening. Can't wait. Can't, I can't wait. wait. We are 100% going to be there. I know one time we said we were and we weren't. We'll be there. Elliot and Jack yes. were just there this Saturday. I will be there with Elliot this Saturday. Um, so you have, you literally, for the, for, for, we've been doing this pod forever. And like we've, before we used to go on stuff, but since the pandemic, like we have not had any opportunities to hang out with people, right. meet people. This and is stuff. It. We got two this week. Yes. Tomorrow at McGurk's. If you ever wanted to meet us, you want to come give James a hug. Saturday at Parks. This is your chance. Yeah, Wednesday at McGurk's, Saturday at Parks. That would be really, really awesome. Uh, either way, we'll definitely be back here talking to you on Thursday. So until then, he's Elliot and James. Talk to you guys soon.